Hey all, welcome to the Slayer Podcast. I'm your host, Bill Ayer, owner of Slayer Duck Calls, a company founded on family heritage, unrivaled quality craftsmanship, and an uncontrollable obsession for hunting. Let's get to it. So I just wanted to welcome Darren, you to the Slayer Podcast. Thank you for joining us today. Yes, sir. Uh, Glad to be here. So tell us a little bit about you, Darren. Uh, You know, one of the reasons I wanted you on the podcast is you're, you're, a kid from Arkansas who's definitely a diehard duck hunter. And I, you know, I think it's interesting. None of us are all that famous, but just the average everyday Joe who goes out there, who has a passion and a heart for, for duck hunting, who's, who's doing it. So tell us a little bit about you, Darren. Uh, yes, sir. Uh, I'm a uh, Darren Maherg. I'm from the small town of Judsonia, Arkansas, and kind of, grew up and uh i didn't really grow up in a duck hunting family we grew up deer hunting and squirrel hunting so that's kind of how i got my start in the outdoors uh every time my dad or papa and them would go you know i was tagging along during high school uh the year i graduated i had a buddy of mine he uh he asked me if i wanted to go uh duck hunting with him and i was like well you know i don't have no equipment or anything like that um so he's like well i got that covered so I ended up going with him and got out there and ended up shooting my first wood duck. And, you know, after that, uh, you know, I was hooked ever since. So I kind of got all my different equipment I needed and waders and decoys and all that. And I thought I was high rolling for a little while. That's but, awesome. So so how long ago was that? So were you 30, 31 years old now? Uh, yes, sir. 31 years old. Uh, so I started around 2010. Okay. Very cool. So what was it about that first duck that got you hooked? I'm always curious to hear other stories about how they got hooked. I know mine (laughs) very specifically, like what got me hooked. I'm just curious as to what what did it for you. Well, I think just uh, being out there just in God's creation and and seeing the sunrises and the sunsets and when when that duck come in, just seeing that thing zooming through the timber and cupped up coming in that just being out there and being a part of it that that's kind of what what kind of uh what got me going got it yeah that's that's very cool and then tell me a little bit because you know i've I've seen you post pictures throughout this year uh, of duck hunting so how many days a year are you you hunting now so you know you went from a high school kid who you know went duck hunting once and killed a, a wood duck so now now what's it look like for you you know what's that gear look like and how many days are you hunting uh see i, I normally try to hunt because uh, i work a full-time job too so i usually hunt on my weekends which i have three days on a weekend so i hunt every every single weekend and then save save some time up and i'll take some time off work and do that as well so i'm looking around 40 45 days of hunting wow good having good days and bad days yeah that that's awesome and so what your guys uh season is 60 days in arkansas yes sir 60 days yeah so you're not doing bad do what you're not doing bad hunting 40 of the 60 days oh yeah not too bad (laughs) now are you hunting private ground or you hunt public uh i hunt mostly all public um Every now and then, you know, I'll get a couple of invites to hunt some private ground with some buddies, but pretty much 
90% of the time it's public land. Got it. And so you got a boat, the whole, the works? Are you doing uh, yes, sir. Okay. We got a little small Lowe's boat, nothing fancy, just something to get us in and out of the woods and got a wheeler. And then my brother, we use his uh, side by side. Got it. So going from just uh, borrowing a buddy, some buddy's gear to uh, quite the investment now, huh? Definitely. Yes, sir. <laughs> funny how that works, right? From a wheeler right. to waiters and you're like, oh, I need a new shotgun. And it just, it's one of those things that's kind of addicting, right? Yes, sir. That's very cool. So what, kind of, <laughs> what kind of ducks did you kill this year? Oh, man. Our season kind of started out it started out a little slow and uh rough but we killed a handful of mallards starting out then we killed some wood ducks a uh, few teal a few gadwall uh killed a few widgeon and uh, several ringnecks too but later in the season it got a little colder down here and then birds started coming down and working a little better so after that, we were just killing majority of wood ducks and mallards the rest of the year. Yeah, nice. When you say when it gets colder for Arkansas, what, what's that look like? I'd like, personally, I like when it gets colder, I like it to be around 28 to 30 degrees, somewhere around in there. Yeah. yeah it gives you a good, fresh, new push of birds. But anything colder than that, if you're not hunting timber and you're trying to hunt a field, it's a no-go around here for us. Gotcha. Them birds don't like it. Yeah, they don't like it too well. And them fields freeze up. Even if you bust a hole, they don't. They don't like it too much around here. Got it. You do much uh, speck or snow hunting? I used to. I do it every you know every now and then with with a few buddies. But I used to uh, guide and uh, hunt with uh, J.R. Borchett. He's from. Uh, he's the owner of Waterfowl Assassins Guide Service. Oh, okay. But I used to used to go out there and work under him for a little bit and hunt a little bit and do a lot of photography under him and help out, set some spreads. And Gotcha. So tell me a little bit about that because I might be the world's worst uh, photographer, videographer. You know, I always, I, you know, I see the stuff that I want to take a picture of. Like you're talking about that beautiful sunrise or the ducks coming in right before shoot light and all the sounds and all of the, awesome things that happen when we're out there duck hunting and I see it and I'm like, man, I want to capture this. And then I snap a photo and it's just horrible. Like <laughs> I am not good. I'll be the first one to admit. And so tell me about, because the, I've seen the stuff you put on your Instagram page and it's, it looks really good. It's professional looking. Right. And uh, so I'm just curious as to what kind of camera are you just using a, a, a cell phone or you, did you buy some cameras or some video equipment? Cause I think a lot of us, you know, with the, the whole hype with social media and all that people want to post, you know, pictures or capture the moments that we have out there that draw us to the sport. So how are you, how are you doing it? I use a little bit of everything. Really. I use uh, my cell phone quite a bit, capture a few moments, videos and pictures. For some of the more high-quality photos, I, I have a, a T-Rebel, a Canon T-Rebel 6, and then I also have a Canon uh, T-Rebel 5. And I use a smaller a smaller lens on my older camera, and then on my uh, T-Rebel 6, I have a uh, Tamron 150-600 millimeter. It's a real, really, really big lens that I use to capture my more up-close 
close-up photos and uh, like if some of the duck photos you see and the goose photos you see, that's that right there from that lens. Okay. And when you say it's a good lens, meaning it uh, has good zoom or it's a wide ang- wide angle. Yeah, it's got good zoom. It's it's just uh, a that lens is probably as long as my arm. That's big old lens. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but some of the video clips and stuff you see, you know, a lot of that's from my phone and my uh, GoPro Hero Seven. Gotcha. And how are you how are you capturing ducks coming in the spread? You know, what's what's the best that you've found to use on something like that? Normally, I use I strap on my GoPro. Um, I use the, I wear it on my head, and then every now and then, if I'm not shooting the gun or anything like that, and I want to video the guys, I'll just use my my phone most of the time. Gotcha. That that's my problem too with doing the video is I, I love shooting and you know I'm, <laughs> you know most of the time I'm calling so you know trying to work a, a phone and be the caller and. And then, you know, I want to shoot. So it's like, hey, somebody else do this. I want to hunt. <laughs> right, right. And I found out that the, the GoPro there, that, that kind of helped my problem there. Because I, I love to shoot, but also love the video and take pictures. But the GoPro kind of solved kind of solved that for me. Because get the ducks to work, and all I got to do is just reach up there and push the red button, and it'll start recording for me. And other than that, I don't have to worry about it. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Tell me a little bit about duck calling because, you know, you've sent over a couple of videos and heard you duck call and you're not, you know, you're not bad at all behind the duck calls. So tell me about 12 years ago or when you got into it in high school, did you, you know, what was your first duck call you bought and kind of where you at today with? Yeah. So that's, I've been through several. So when I first started out, I started out with the old Buck Gardner call Okay. from Walmart, from Walmart and, which I've still got that old call. It's, it's, it stays up on a duck call shelf of mine and, just kind of a symbol of how I got started. and But after that, you know, I wanted to step it up a little bit. And uh, being here in Arkansas, you know, Rick Dunn, I got a couple echo calls that I use from him. One of my buddies, his dad, owned, he owned Gumbo Calls. I'm not sure if you've heard of it. I haven't heard of that. But, but uh, I used some Gumbo Calls for a little while, and then he quit making them. And then I switched over and pro staff for a little bit for committed custom duck calls. And uh, two years ago, he uh, he quit making calls. He won, He got out of the call business. So after that, I just started blowing, you know, trying different calls, just different ones and just trying to find something I liked and got a hold of yours, the old Slayer, Slayer call. And, and man, I, I love how easy it is to run. I mean, it doesn't take a whole lot of air at all. Very light. I mean, it can, get, it can get loud when it needs to be and get, get real low when it needs to be. I mean, it's just the perfect all-around call for the beginner or somebody that's been doing it for years. So I, I absolutely love it. That's good to hear. You know, there's a lot of good calls out there that's not, you know, you can't deny that. But we try to build a call that is a good, easy call to run. And it's it's an all-around call. You can float in open water. You can blow it in the timber. You don't need, you know, 12 different calls hanging off your lanyard. You can have a slayer call and hopefully get the job done wherever you're at or what you're trying to do. Yes, sir. Well, very good. So what's the plan now that duck season's over? You guys, this season ended what, Sunday? Uh, it actually went out today. Oh, okay. Yeah. But, not, uh, there, I, huh? finished, I finished up this morning. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Got all the equipment 
put in the building, got all the camo put up, calls in the safe, and uh, might might get out and do a little bit of uh, snow goose hunting, you know, here in the next few weeks or so and try to get a couple snow goose hunts in. And come April, I'll be getting ready to start chasing a few turkeys. And also during April, it's starting to warm up a little bit. I'll probably get the crappie pole out and start trying to fill that freezer with some crappie. Yeah, there you go. Well, I'll tell you what, we are coming out with a uh, turkey diaphragms and a pot call. So um, definitely have to try this out. Uh, next couple of weeks, we'll have a full lineup on our website of turkey calls. So I'm pretty, pretty excited about that. I think we got six different diaphragms. You're definitely going to have to try this out. Oh, definitely. That's, that's awesome. I'm looking forward to it, really. Yeah. Are you, what kind of calls do you use? Do you use diaphragms? Do you use a pot call or box call? I've I've got all three. Oh, gotcha. And then how's the, in Arkansas, how is the turkey hunting? What's your success rate look like? Ooh. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a little bit more rough around here. You gotta, you definitely gotta work for them and find them. Cause I've been, I think I've been turkey hunting for three or four years now and I've killed two. I mean, I've been real close to killing a few more, but it's it's real real tough around Arkansas. If you don't have that the right area, the right amount of birds in your land. <laughs> the house I lived in before this one here, I used to have probably a flock of fifteen to fifty turkeys that used to come through my backyard at any given oh. time. And they're wow. they're they were not smart birds, right? I was like, why do people hunt these? I hunted them, right? I used to ask myself that question, and you know, turkeys would jump in the apple tree, knock the apples down, and you know, five or six deer would be underneath eating apples they're knocking off but i tell you what as soon as i threw camo on and went back there to try to kill one it became it became a, a game they're like oh you think you think we're easy Check this out. <laughs> right here at 80 yards and make a bunch of noise and look at you right i heard that yeah that around here it's like during deer season i'll see them i'll see turkeys everywhere but come turkey season you got to find them. You can't. It's like they disappear. Exactly. <laughs> well, Darren, I appreciate you being on the Slayer podcast. You know, what I wanted to do is just talk to you a little bit about, you know, what you're doing in Arkansas and whatnot. And uh, it's funny, I'm, you know, with doing duck calls and, and talking to different folks, I'm talking to people all across the U.S. and different states. And Arkansas is one place I have not hunted yet. So, it's interesting to hear your story and how you got started and how you're doing it out there. Yeah, for sure. Uh, next season, yeah, uh, we'll try to link up and get together and see if we can't get a couple hunts in. Yeah, I'd like to bring you out to Idaho and show you how we do it out here, and you can show me what that timber is all about. Yeah, come on down. Ducks coming down through the timber seems like it would be a pretty, pretty cool sight to see. Oh, it's, it's one of those sights you'll never forget. never gets old. Yeah, multiple people have told me that, and uh, there's a little bit of timber or lake that we hunt here that uh, you get a little bit of that, but you're kind of hunting the outskirts of the timber. They're not actually coming down through it. So. Right. Yeah, for sure, man. All right, Darren. Well, I appreciate it. Thank you very much. Yes, sir. Thank you.